0: Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host, and I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor, if you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents, rate this podcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up the Kevin and Fred show. And please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back on the Kevin and Fred show and I am uh, rejoined actually again for a second time by my guest, my friend, my buddy, my pal, my genius net marketing guy. Wow, Mr. Frank closets. Frank, how's it going, buddy?
1: It's going great. Hi, Kevin. Nice uh, intro.
0: Did you like that? It was great. It was. I mean, I mean everything I said though. Like I know it was a little silly, but I I literally meant everything I said. Um hopefully the audience feels the same way listening to this. I mean, if they don't, it just proves that they are incorrect about something. So, um, Frank, seriously though, glad to have you back on the podcast. Uh, you know. I've actually, I think I've had you as a guest on the podcast, but we've also in the past kind of, I think I've replayed a webinar or two that we, you and I have done together. where We're mostly mm-hmm. teaching something, talking about mail or database and, and all that stuff's great because it's what you're known for. But I want to talk about some other things today too. So first, Frank, let's, let's do this. For somebody who didn't listen to your first episode, maybe doesn't know you as well as I do, um, obviously you're the founder and uh, CEO, if you will, of, of Viral Marketing. Mm-hmm. Will, tell us. Uh, just a quick story. What is viral marketing and how did it get started? Let's just start there and then we're going to, I'm going to bounce around from there.
1: Yeah, I went to a training back when I was young and looking to get into the business in my early 20s. And they said, you need a 33 touch program to stay in touch with your database. And there really weren't any out there. So I figured I could get myself on a flip camera and start making some videos, answering some of the questions people were asking about real estate. And I could find those questions just by going to Google and figure out what people are searching for. And lo and behold, just realized that was a lot of work. You know, I got to shoot the video and edit it and upload it and write it and email it out and post it and do it consistently day, you know, week after week. And as I kind of built the checklist for myself, um, long story short, I realized that was kind of a need. And, uh, you know, 12 years later, I think, 12 years later and about 60 employees at Viral, you know, we interview people on a webcam to create helpful videos. And then we do the exact same checklist for the most part that I came up with back in 2009 that I needed when I was going to go into real estate and you know you give viral marketing money when you want to stay in touch with your list and put a really good now 36 touch plan in place and through that journey I've been to probably every mastermind and every conference for the most part that you can think of in the real estate industry building my clientele and you know I'm there as an entrepreneur tour too I'm learning I'm taking notes and uh couple of years ago uh, I went to my wife we have two young kids and said hey Katie maybe we should uh, actually start like our own real estate team like selling real estate in some way because I like, maybe kind of feel like a fraud like I'm out here doing all this but I don't have a real estate team and so she's like sure I'll do that with you I'm looking to go back to work and after the you know having our kids or maybe three and four but I said hey Katie instead of maybe doing uh, just you know residential real estate sales you know why don't we just kind of flip the script a little bit let's just focus on acquisitions business same same model same I mean, literally everything's the same, except in the messaging, you're the principal buyer, as opposed to saying, I'll help you find buyers. It's really it. Uh, and you have to have a construction company and property management. And, and the job doesn't stop when you close the house. The job starts when you close the house, in many respects. But outside of all that, um, a lot of the business models and processes are the same. And so I really have two businesses. I have uh, viral marketing, which is my day gig. Um, and then I have uh, Katie and Frank homebuyers, my wife, where we acquire uh, single family rentals in the Midwest. And that is my professional life.
0: That's your professional <laughs> life. I love it. Man. So let's, let, let me, let's do this. So let's go back to the video market. First of all, I love you totally dated yourself when you said flip cam, you know, oh, met, yeah. Fred and I bought a Kodak ZI eight. That was and- the next
1: one. That one had a microphone input.
0: Yeah, that was February, or I'm sorry, it was November, 2009, when we bought that and recorded our first video, uh, I'll never mm-hmm. forget, started at Target in San Diego, because uh, we talked about and kind of uh, talked through the book, Crush It, on the way to San Diego, bought a camera, and started going there, so, but, but let me ask you this, was that, like, your first love of marketing, like, was that when yep. you discovered marketing, what, like, tell me about that kind of. No,
1: when I first discovered marketing, I was a personal trainer. So I was actually a fitness trainer, believe it or not, when I was 18 years old, I got hired and I wanted to go work as a fitness trainer at a health club. So I got a job at this health club in Omaha, Nebraska called Prairie Life Center. I can't believe they hired me at 18 because I got my certification that you could take online. I think I was a senior in high school or a freshman in college. So I show up to the gym my first day of work. They hired me. I say, hey, boss, where are my clients? They're like, oh, kid, you got to get your own clients. I'm like, well, how the hell do I do that? And so the journey began. So instead of walking around on the floor to find my coaching clients, I just kind of instinctively went down to the office manager and said, hey, Linda, remember her name? I said, can you run me a list of all the members here in this zip code? Which is like where all the rich people live. So she gave me a list of all the members in the zip code. And then I went back upstairs and got on the phone and just called them literally day one or day two saying, hey, I'm a new trainer here. I see you're not coming to the gym. You know, what's wrong with you, basically? You know, once you come on in? I'll do a free session with you. I started booking appointments. Didn't think much of it. Problem was, is they showed up. I would do a workout program with them and none of them would buy. I couldn't sell one session to save my life. Not a single person would buy after doing a single training session. So I went back down to my manager and be like, hey, I'm getting people in here. I'm working out with them but no one's buying any training from me. What's up? Like, do you have any books on like how to sell? Because <laughs> like, I'm really bad at this. She's like, I think I got something. So she goes and pulls this old, old, old Tom Hopkins book from like the oh, 1980s, man. How to Master the Art of Selling. So she gives it to me and I read it. I'll never forget this book. He said, this is the selling process. And if you're having trouble selling, you're not following the selling process. So the selling process was trust, need, help, and hurry. You had to build trust. You had to identify needs. You had to show how you can help them. And you had to hurry them to a decision. I was like, oh, I have trust with the club. I'm showing my solution and I'm trying to ask them to make a decision about their health, but I'm not identifying needs. So I shifted the script. When I made my calls, I said, Hey, instead of a free workout session, why don't you come on in here? I'll write you a fitness plan first, and then we'll do a workout. Ah. So now we started booking appointments at the gym. People will come on in, but instead of going straight to a workout and throwing weights at them, I sit down with them, buy them a smoothie and I talk to them and I would identify their needs which Tom Hopkins gave me the acronym N E A D S. What are you doing now for your exercise program? What do you E enjoy about your exercise program? What would you A alter of your exercise program? Is there anyone else involved with the decision D to decide to get started with an exercise program? And then finally, you know, here's my solution. So I actually talked to them, identified their needs. They all bought, I sold a record number of training I was 18, 19 years old at the club, so much the owner called and was like, who is this kid with the training sales? And he sent me down to go see Tom Hopkins when I was 19 years old at the fair, at the princess Fairmont princess in Scottsdale, uh, to come back and teach all the other trainers that had more degrees in the protractor exercise science on how to sell.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So was that like, did that begin your love of Yeah. And and
1: what I realized I, I made more on the commission from selling a package of training sessions than I did. I'm actually doing the training. And I was like, you know what? I'm in control of my income. Whoa. Like I just can get on the phone and make money. Whereas, you know, growing up, you know, with a, a, my mom was a fifth grade band teacher my dad was an insurance agent and just being a middle-class kid from Nebraska, pretty much all I knew for making money was just trading time. Right. You know, I mean, I didn't even know that there were other ways to be honest with you, but I just got a taste of I don't have to necessarily trade time for money. I could sell a product or service for money. That was the aha. Uh-huh. And from that, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with the freedom. I fell in love with the control. I fell in love with all of it. And naturally, I think if you start off and you find the, the this joy in selling, um, um, and I was taught consultative sales from a very early age, which was basically like I read the Tom Hopkins book was my first experience in it. of identifying needs first before you sell, which is consultative selling. You know, I think your natural extension is you kind of fall in love with marketing. Right.
0: You know, you need to get the lead. Yep. And that was the that was the journey for me. That's awesome. And so, I mean, this is so honestly, Frank. This this is one of the things I appreciate about you is when you're really a student of your game. Like you're a student 100%. of sales. You're a student of marketing. Now, I'm going to fill in the blank so we can move sort of move on in the story here. But like, I know that because you were so good at selling training you eventually had other trainers basically doing sessions for you. So what Mm -hmm. I want to point out to the real estate agents here listening, because this is a real estate show. I had my own team mostly (laughs) you had showing assistants. Yeah. yeah, But except they were personal trainers. Correct. So you had you were the lead buyer's agent. You had you sold and then somebody else went out and performed the plan that you sold and wrote. And that's truthfully like that's the first part of leverage on a real estate team or not the first part. Sorry. That's that's the first part of leverage on the sales side of the real estate business. And so I just, I like pointing that out because what I have discovered and I'd love to hear your thought on this, maybe um, at least what, what you think is I've discovered, I believe that if you can learn how to run a really optimal real estate business, you've just learned how to run a business, period, fill in, end of story. Now, I'm not talking about being a great real estate agent. I'm talking about running a great real estate business. Um, and if you know how to do that, then you know how to run effectively any business.
1: Well, I think at an early age that, that lends to that, where I was forced to figure that out is I realized the money was not in personal training. It was selling personal training. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of real estate professionals realize the money isn't in selling a house. The money is in selling the services to sell a house. Yep. You know, um, Dan Candy talk, talked about that is he has a really good story about a, where he sells his core product called magnetic marketing. And he teaches a story about the plumber that comes to your house. And I really will never forget that story. It's kind of a classic story that he uses when he teaches marketing, but you know, he's, he's really, it's a really good story that drives home. The money is not in being a plumber. The money is in selling plumbing services. And when I got that, that you make more money being the marketer of what you do, not the doer of what you do. um, That opened up a whole new world for me.
0: Yeah. Well, Go, let's go back because I think it's true for agents too, but let's go back to personal trainers for a minute. I don't mm-hmm. think most people get into personal training going, I want to be in sales or no, oh, no, one, no one does. They have this, they have this love of fitness. Maybe they have a desire to help people yeah. get, reach goals. And that is not, that's not sales that that really isn't. And so it's kind of like a boom, big smack in the face. Now, same thing forward fast forward in real estate. You're like, you might love real estate. You might love helping people. And you might know the contract in and out and the laws and all that stuff. And none of that stuff matters if you can't actually get a client. And so you, you've got these like really two different, distinctly different parts of the business. And same thing goes for plumbing and et cetera, as Mr. Kennedy said.
1: Almost all professional services. I mean, I remember you know reading the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, which was yeah. my first introduction to real estate. And literally all of the concepts in that book you could switch out the word listing for client. And Gary wrote, in my opinion, the best book ever written on scaling a professional service. Yeah. Which is the millionaire real estate book. This happens to be real estate, but just cross out the word listing, right? Client done. Give it to a law firm, give it to a engineering firm, give it to a plumber. It's all there.
0: I dude, I 1000% agree with you on that. Um, there it's exactly the same. So, okay. So you mentioned Dan Kennedy, like, so I know he's been a major influence in your life. Mm-hmm. Tell me how did that, like, how, where did that come from? And, and who, who else? Yeah, did- it was
1: it was one thing, it was wanting something more for your life when I was young. You know, my friends would, and I remember this, I mean, my friends would go out and, you know, get drunk or whatnot, you know, 20, 21, 22, you know, on Friday and Saturday nights. And I just remember like, it's like 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm like, this night is not going anywhere. And we're all like, everyone's just like sitting around. Like, I would just leave. And I would go to borders because I'm a loser (laughs) and I would go to borders, which I think closed like maybe 10 or even 11 o'clock back in the day. And I would just go sit my butt down in the business section and just start picking up business books being like, I don't know anything about anything. Trying to figure out like how to amount to something maybe like as a man professionally in my life, I don't know what I want to do, but I kind of like this idea of sales and like business. And I kind of found that knack maybe as I thought it was fitness. I thought I was gonna be an exercise science major, maybe a doctor. Um, and I started reading these books and I don't know, man, I just think I picked up one of Dan Kennedy's books and the, 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 the style of the writing really hit home to me. And what I realized is, this is years later, but, um, and I wasn't self-aware at the time, but Dan has, is extremely, his, his core values are very high around autonomy and influence and creativity, which are like literally my top core values that I go towards. So I'm really gravitated toward this old grumpy man that sits in his basement without a cell phone communicating by fax, avoiding everyone is like my state of happiness. <laughs>
0: oh. So I didn't
1: know it at the time, but you know, I, that I, I don't know. I just, I, I just found his values spoke to mine that I wasn't aware with. So I just started consuming all the stuff and imagine being in your early 20s, literally off of eBay, whatever you can get, because I couldn't afford like buying retail for stuff. So I go buy it used off eBay. I mean, literally from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, seven days a week for years, <laughs> listening to his stuff.
0: Just studying. Because
1: I, because I wanted it so bad and it was so intellectually uh, seductive to me of his ideas.
0: Yeah, which is... Uh... Yeah. The guy, I mean, the guy was a genius. I mean, technically yeah. he was a genius, uh, yeah. you know, no doubt about it. Any other major like marketing influences in your life?
1: Marketing influences. Um, well, um, Agora. So Agora was started by this individual, uh, Bill Bonner, and probably has like the largest newsletter business in the world. Yeah. The guy might be a billionaire, but he writes every single day. And I get his newsletters. I really like the writing style and I study his music or I would say his writing. And I just love the style of his writing every single day. And I love how their sales funnels work. I mean, you have knowledge professionals, very successful knowledge professionals, speakers, consultants will go to Agora, partner with them and they'll kind of wrap you around like, okay, here's your funnel, here's your newsletter, you're gonna write every day. And they're able, they're probably the most successful um, company out there that any knowledge service worker, someone has expertise to offer, could package and sell, and you'd work with them. Like Robert Kiyosaki, worked with them. Harry Harry Dent, work with them. Lots of people work with them to help them package or sales I really value kind of their process of how they do that. I would also say Gary Halbert, um, really great copywriter. And again, it's not so much in the courses they put out; it's just reading their stuff, like actually just listening to their music. I say, you know, but not to enjoy it or to be, you know, a customer of it, but to really study the art. And, you know, his son, uh, when Gary passed, I believe put all of his letters, like all of his newsletters up on a website called the And you can go there, you can read all his letters. And I just remember just like, just sitting there for two, two weeks, just like reading all of these letters and just getting all this great information in my head. It was, like I said, I, I really say intellectually seductive of like, this is some good stuff. And this is helping me, It really helped me build the mental models in my head of how things are done. So when you come to me with a marketing problem, I can probably solve it relatively quickly because I can really, you know, organize the thoughts in my head to get to the solution quickly. But like, like something I learned that was really helpful is from Dan was the triangle of the message media market match. And you can Google that. There's a triangle of you have to have the right message to the right market using the right media that's okay. a, it's a mental model to organize your thoughts or uh, there was an individual that wrote a book called predictable revenue that there's a mental model of um, seeds nets and spears where seeds are referrals nets is inbound and spears is outbound and you have to have all three strategies to be successful so you take like these different or a funnel like you know you have top of the funnel middle of the funnel the bottom of the funnel you have all these different mental models in your head so when when you start reading you start kind of picking up okay, how do I solve this problem quickly by putting these shapes in your head, organizing the ideas on the shapes and this lattice work of theory in your head to then come up with a solution. And that's what that reading helped me do. That's awesome. That man. makes sense. It does. I, I, love- see it, I see it in my head. Like I see the shapes in my head I to solve the problem.
0: Oh, so this is what I love about so. So for the listener, like um, Frank and I know each other really well. We've spent a lot of time together since in a relatively short period of time. Like we really just got to know each other um, starting in 2019 is when we actually first met in person and we've spent a, a, a lot of time around each other and I've gotten to know sure. you. And one of the things that I appreciate about you that I think that maybe the average viral customer even doesn't know is like, you can look at viral, it's a product, it's a ser- you know, it's a service, mm-hmm. um, that is, it's great. It's it, it, and it is what it is, right? It's not, it's not, um, Groundbreaking. It's no
1: leading edge. Technology. I look at like it's like the McDonald's of marketing. It is. I, re- I really try to build like a McDonald's model. It's steady. I love it's it. Steady and it's consistent and it's reliable and it gets the job done for the right price.
0: I'm a full price paying customer. Like Frank's not like, hey, you're my buddy. I, I don't get a discount, Frank. You, you don't give me a discount. Nope. That right?
1: Thank you, Kevin. Uh,
0: absolutely. No, I'm saying that I don't want one because I pay for the service because I believe in it and I've been paying customer now for I don't know three years. Long time. Yeah. yeah. And so. However, it's really easy to think of, think of you if you don't get to know you as, oh, yeah, it's the video marketing guy, the video newsletter and the blogs and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but the reality is there's, uh, this is what I tell people. I tell people the reason why you want to be a viral customer, like number one, because that should be a part of your, your messaging, mm. but because you want to be in Frank's world. You want to start to understand the way Frank, uh, like I look at you, uh, you know, and the way you do a lot of the things, the way you just talked about. Gary, uh, Halbert and, um, and Dan Kennedy from a standpoint of, I like I started realizing some of the other things you had going on and the way you were messaging. I like, I like to, I love when you send an email and you're selling a course, like you do a great recruiting course, which by Mm -hmm. the way, let's make sure we get the link in here for the July one. And uh, if you have the database class coming up again soon, I want to put that in the show notes. I like to go look at that stuff because same way i'm looking at what's this what's the story that frank is telling what's the message he's sending how how is he getting people through this and where can i bring that into my business right now you and i got to work together on uh the the greatest event that never was i got canceled with yeah in 20 Real- i've never canceled this event i don't care how bad
1: this covid crap gets
0: i pretty sure you know can event. the event. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Dude, once the nba canceled the game i was like oh crap this is real yeah, you
1: you, you ain't that cool kevin
0: dude i remember texting <laughs> ben kenny even like a day before because he had an event coming up too uh, and he's like are you canceling i'm like dude i'm not canceling no way and like it wasn't three days later yeah cancel like, it I was, I was, oh, damn we got to cancel it's like you know our event was going to be april of 2020 and so we worked very closely on promoting that event and all that stuff so i've seen you work dude Um, and I just, I appreciated that about you at the highest level. And it's why we do masterminds together now and so many other things, because you don't, you're not just this guy that does marketing. You're somebody who does video marketing. You're a guy that understands.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't care about the media. Like that's the thing I learned from Dan is like, I'll, I'll send out holograms, man. I'll fax you. Like if I got to put on a carrier pigeon to get you the message, I don't care. Like if I got to strap it to a runner that runs a marathon to get the message to you, I will do it. If I have to put it in a briefcase and FedEx it to you, chained it to somebody to get the message to you, I will do it. So, so the delivery mechanism for the message is I'm pretty agnostic. It just so happens to be video is the hot thing right now. Yeah. Um, but and it probably will continue to be until it's holograms. Hey, did you send out your hologram this month, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> right. But again, where the real value is, is what's the message? What the heck are you saying? And who are you saying it to, which is video-based. I mean, I could go on a, on a tangent here, man, but like if you, if you just want to go broke in marketing, you just start running around with media-based questions. Oh, am I on TikTok? Am I on Twitter? Am I doing direct mail? Am I doing Facebook and Instagram? Am I doing retargeting? Am I doing email? How often do I do email? You know, am I doing AdWords? Do I do this? All those questions are just like rookie questions. So the pro question is, okay, who's the market? Who? Like, who are you trying to get in front of the ads that Where's the needy niche? Who has the need? Who has the problem that you solve? And how do I build or get that list? That's like the number one question. Then the number two question is now that I have the list, whether it's compiled list, meaning you just kind of rip it off or buy it from the title the company or whatever, right? You, you just kind of compile it or it's a response list, meaning you build it or it's an opt-in based list or you rent it or you JV with somebody and was you're on a rabbit hole, but where's the list? Got it of the needy niche, the problem. That's the very first question. Then the very next question is, what's the message? What do I put in front of them to build trust first, then to show them that we understand their pain and then offer a solution to the pain with a call to action and a reason to respond. Ooh, okay, the message, that's like you writing a Word document. So now we have a spreadsheet and a Word document. That's where the work is. Now, how do we wanna get that Word document to the market? Is it a video? Is it an email? Is it a tweet? Is it a tic tac? Oh, TikTok, whatever kids are using these days. Snapgrams.
0: Snapgram. <laughs>
1: Definitely a Well, what, 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 what I'm getting at is like it doesn't matter. It's it's whatever media the market wants to receive you through. Yeah. You know? So that's that's the question. And that's where I was focused my time and on was, how do I get the list? What do I say to list? And then the third thing is, what's the delivery mechanism to get the message to the list?
0: And so in your experience, you see that people answer or ask those questions in reverse order, which is going to always... Yeah. The, 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 the,
1: the rookie question is, what medi- what's the delivery mechanism I should use? Yeah. You know, that's kind of not a big deal. Like, that's the last thing you ask. the order The order of operations the mental model whenever you need customers you know customers buy when they're in pain when there's a need it is always how do i get the list does yeah. somebody have it can i compile it do i got to run ads to get it? build a response based list how do i get the list and then what's the what's the perfect it's like a puzzle dude i love the game i love the game bro oh. what's the message it's like a puzzle what's the message that unlocks the value in the list mm. that's That's my game game.
0: that's your that's That's my music that's frank right yeah Yeah.
1: what's the message to unlock the value in the list then once i have the message the script the the article the whatever it is right which is probably just the easiest way to think about it something in a word document now what's the way i deliver that message in a way that they receive it the best that's the last that's the last question you have to answer
0: yeah i love that man um (laughs) dude I mean so what I was trying to point out here is like you like there's a lot of other things that you that you do beyond the guy that does a video marketing platform sure, uh, sure. let's talk about real quickly tell me about the rec- so you've got the the recruiting course that you run mm-hmm. twice a year what and the other the, the other course that you run twice a year uh just one just one right now okay yeah. So the database class is like a kind of a one-time deal. Like you just ran. one.
1: Yeah. I've always, and again, I've always kind of think about what's the best delivery mechanism. So okay. we have our core program. That's what everyone signs up for. It's two grand, 625 a month. It's on the website. Go to get click pricing. And we set up a blog and you basically started e newsletter. We interview you on this really cool product called Riverside, riverside.fm. I'm telling you, Kevin, you should use Riverside for your interviews as opposed to zoom. The quality will be a lot better. Okay. Because because it, it records directly to the hard drive as opposed to the stream. Okay. So, whatever. Point is, we interview on that. Um, edit them, optimize, them, put them out there. Great. Um, and that's and then I also do these three hour, three four hour workshops for our customers. To like, okay, I signed up for this and I kind of get the concept, but how do I really get the most out of it? Right. That's why I do those workshops. That I invite customers and and non clients who want to come to learn from it. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to do six of those long form workshops a year.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So do one every 60 days because there's always some little nuance I want to update, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but there's a segment of our customers are like, hey, how can I, you know, they sign up for the program to recruit. So you still spend the two grand, $625 a month now because you want to publish videos to an agent list to start building your influence to real estate agents and professionals because you want to book more appointments to ultimately build your downline for revenue share, profit share, oh, or your team on. or your brokerage.
0: Before you say, that, I want something I want to point out because you have so your customer base though like like I think it's a byproduct of, of the fact that your customer on average is communicating to their database, which means they have likely more business than they can handle, which means they're they have they have a need to grow a team. Oh, a hundred percent. And so I, they want to. Yeah, if you yes. so want to. And so I just, I think that's worth pointing out for a second and kind of not overshadowing is because mm-hmm. so many of your, the reason I know that the reason why you created the recruiting courses well, is because demand. many of your clients had a demand for it. They, they asked for it, yeah. And so what I what I just want to point out is like, because that is so foundational in a great real estate business, what the the core viral product does, that there's a great percentage of the people that are your customer, a viral customer that also have a need to recruit well our
1: best customer yeah so our best customers realize the money is in selling real estate services not providing them right they realize that we're really in two businesses we're in real estate we're in professional service we're in the business of getting the appointment and then the business of what happens after they sign the contract on the appointment (laughs) and the money is in getting the appointment and getting the contract signed not necessarily if you really want to be pragmatic and honest with it is not in what happens after the appointment, the person that makes all the money, you know, it's funny, Kevin, I'm going down a tangent, but I think about this a lot, a lot, like you, you have, you know, it used to be the value was who has the land. And then you had the surf working the land
0: Yeah.
1: and you had the, you know, the industrial revolution, and then, you know, the surf, let's say is the worker in the factory. And now you're in the information age and especially has been accelerated with COVID where it's the person with the capital and the skill to get the appointment. And then it's the surf that does all the work after the appointment. And I use that language just to kind of jar you a little bit. It's not necessarily don't mean that the truth, but it's true. Who has all the power and control, the landowner, the factory owner, and the person that controls the leads now. Yeah. Right. So, our customers are coming to us and saying, "Frank, I'm willing to give you money, painful, to do something that's very painful. <laughs> Get on video, <laughs> right? Like, who in the right mind would pay money to do something so painful, <laughs> right? Like if I went on Shark Tank and said so I got this idea for viral marketing, I don't think they'd give me any money.
0: They would laugh you <laughs> off. <laughs> laugh you
1: off. Here. <laughs> right? But, and for all of our customers listening, thank you. There is a segment that understand what I just said. Yep." they said uh, the pain of getting the money and the pain of making the video is worth controlling the lead, especially when it's my own database and not someone else's or being in toll position, having to pay the referral fees or being a surf on someone else's land when it comes to even the lead generation itself.
0: Listen, and you and I recording this at the end of March, 2022. Uh, I don't know when this will be published April or May or whatever, but here's the more now than ever. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think at some point in the next 2 years, 3 years, 5 years, whatever, not a long period of time. We have to be I, we have to be working doubly hard on this now controlling the messaging that our database, whoever that is, and or building our database is because of the fact that what you just laid out is exactly the reason why so many big companies, hedge funds and tech companies have got themselves into real estate is cuz they understand control the lead, control everything else, right? You control- yeah, that's why everyone's
1: going upstream. It's the Zillow Super App. Yeah, yeah, you know, the Bill in the Super App, and it's everyone's trying. It. All this business is is who's fighting over the attention of the customer. Yeah, because you, the listing agent, can get the appointment, and then you show up and give them the whole buffet of options, <laughs> which are all the vendors competing for their attention you know, which is kind of where the inner, the real estate agent should be, which is a sudden transaction. I mean, look, That's what our Kevin. Path. what's Kevin's getting at is that if you don't have some, it doesn't have to be virals, but some consistent 36 touch campaign for your past client sphere leads that you're putting stuff out, you know, to prove that you know what you're talking about, which the easiest way of doing that is getting on a video and answering some commonly asked questions, and you're making them offers for response, come to a workshop, find out what your home is worth, should you shorter stay, which is your big thing back in the short sale days? Yeah. you know, um, Should you, um, you know, get a cash off or get an instant off on your home? Um, that's how you will not be a surf on someone's land. And I know that went over the head of many listeners, but for some of you, that struck real home. That did. Which, which is why you're in this business is because you didn't want that. I'm telling you, don't be held hostage by someone else giving you business. Or if you are, realize it and be okay with it.
0: Yeah, that that's okay. Like, just yeah. But be aware, be aware of it, and acknowledge the trade that you're making. I'm okay. I like to do both simultaneously because one can build the other. But I'm also aware of what happens when I pay money or a referral fee in exchange for somebody to go on my date. I'm totally clear on that. Mm-hmm. Just means now I got to work. I got to make sure that I I capitalize on that again in the future. Yeah.
1: My lifetime value of that customer. All so right, to, to yeah. go to go back because I want to go back to an old track. Um, the recruiting class. Yes, exactly. So there's a, there's a segment of our customers are like, Hey, Frank, this is great. I mean, I get it. Like build a list of homeowners, stay in touch with the homeowners, get appointments, homeowners, marketing to homeowners funnel. Great. Uh, got that, but I need agents and I need to grow my team. I need to grow my brokerage or maybe I want to sell some coaching on the back end, or maybe you're into the, uh, uh, the profit share, revenue share brokerages that are out there to do that. Um, yeah, could you apply the entire program that way? And I would sell, people would sign up, they pay the two grand, six twenty-five a month for like a totally separate you know, blog and system at viral for going after agents. But mine, it was this complete disaster. <laughs> I mean, complete disaster when our customers first bought our program for going after agents. Would you like to know what they did and how? Please tell. Oh God. I mean, complete disaster. I mean, if there was a spectrum of what not to do, this is what to do. Well, I mean, here, here's the first thing. Well, the first thing is they would go rip off all of the agents from the MLS and upload them to an email marketing program, which you can't do because they're all cold. And chances are, this is an agent in the market. It's kind of your big, bad agent that no one really likes anyway because they do all the business, right? And then just email them with some email that's something to the effect of, hey, in case you haven't realized, like we're number one, like we're killing it and we're making a lot more money than you. You're not, famous, yeah, <laughs> and God, we have so many leads, we're doing so well. You know, why don't you come work for us for less money than what you're making now for a split? And uh, you know, uh, let's talk and <laughs> send out an email like that. And then the blog was just constantly touting how great you are all the time, yeah. Well, I'm an
0: I'm amazing Frank, I don't know if you know
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the videos were, I think the might as well been titled that. So, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh man, this is what I realize is you're taking someone that probably has sold like one, one appointment cold call closed B2C. Right. Pretty well. Yeah. And now they have to kind of put a different hat on, which is consultative selling B2B, which is a much longer sales cycle and a lot more influential and different style and different type of skill. Right. Yeah. That really needs a bigger understanding of, you know, you're not, you're not just necessarily going to call someone up and go on a 20 minute appointment, and get a listing contract signed. Um, This is like a funnel where you have to start a newsletter and you have to put agents on the newsletter, the agent training newsletter, where you're just helping and giving, like you're doing with this podcast, Kevin. And then from the podcast or the training newsletter, the training videos, you have to bring them to events, like actually do workshops and events or masterminds or conferences. And then from the workshop mastermind or conference, you know, you got to actually bring people to like a strategy call where you actually just talk about their goals and their needs, you know, indifferent or agnostic of your solution you're providing, And then after that strategy call, if it actually makes sense, you know, you put a well thought out presentation in front of them and say, Hey, I do have a solution with my team, my brokerage, and my coaching and software, if that makes sense. And I put together the curriculum for that, which when it came done, like Frank's like, everyone's like, Frank, you're never going to sell this course. How many lessons is it? Well, it's 24 lessons. Each lesson is an hour and it's probably an hour a week. So it's going to take six months. (laughs) Everyone's like, you're never going to sell that. like, Dude, I don't want to create this course as a money grab. I want to create it in a way that actually works. I think this is what I literally have to put people through. Well, and lo and behold, five to, years later, I'm still doing it.
0: You don't want to just hand people a machine gun. Like you want to teach them,
1: like, how, yeah. to, teach them how to aim it, right? And what, because yeah. to- well, I create it as an intent of, like, I'm your business partner. We actually have to get this to work. Yeah. You know, because what's the, I don't want, because I
0: think, here's what I think, like, strategically is because, like, if I give you this thing, I give you this tool, and I don't teach you how to use it, you just go start, using it and you suck at using it and it's not effective for you it's not the tool that's not effective it's you yeah right and so i and but you're gonna blame me since i'm the one that sold you the tool yeah. so i'm you know what i'm gonna have to teach you how to do this which is this is the part of, about you that i appreciate because you figure things out you've broke them down and then you've gone step by step and then you can help walk somebody through it uh and it like this is not like this is for the love of the game that you are doing that you know what i mean like i love the game i know you do yeah. And, and that's why you're doing this, though, because the reality is, is I don't know that it's worth your time, air quotes on the word worth, right? I don't know if it's I
1: get worth get it. time. I, I enjoy it. There, there's I, a level of, I I look forward to every class every week, right? and I still do, and yeah. I love it, and I do want to go down a different path for the audience, because I, I want to share how I created it, and Kevin, I'm going to teach you how to create a class.
0: Please do. I know how you've done this, so please tell. Uh, me. I want
1: I want everyone to hear this because this is how you do it. Because I have everyone coming to me all the time. Frank, I want to create a course and make all this money online by teaching classes.
0: Terrible idea. By the
1: way, <laughs> yeah. First up, bad idea. First of all, don't, but but, don't. but if you but if you want to do it right, let me show you how you do it. All right. So the first thing you do is you have to come up with a curriculum. Lesson one, lesson two, lesson three, lesson four. The attitude has to be: this is your business partner, and you're giving them money. So the attitude has to be: you are literally putting money into their business or you have hired them on your payroll and now you have to get them to be successful so make sure the curriculum is like complete on point you're at to write a curriculum all right then you go to your list and you teach the whole damn thing for free so you go to your list you go to your people you know and saying hey I have created this course. I haven't taught it yet. There's no success stories yet. I'm looking for people who want to take the entire class to be for free. And if you do it for free, please actually do it. And when we're done, I'd like you to write me a one-page load of recommendation and share it on social media if you find value in the class. So I think I had about 30 people sign up for the free course. Not bad, huh? Not bad. So 30 people were like, great. And a lot of them, believe it or not, actually showed up every week. And I took them through six months, delayed gratification of six months. And I think I taught two classes a week too. I did 15 and 15 because my first one, I screwed up. And then I reflected on it and say, how can I deliver number two better? The second course, the second class every week. So I taught two classes a week for six months. The second one being the better usually of the two. All right. Uh, And then I sent the recording of that class to a writer to write the lesson, literally write the whole thing out. So by the end of six months, I had, you know, all the recordings And I had the workbook all done, which was like 24 tabs and like 200 pages of the workbook that would complement it, right? But it was done every single week, right? Um, And I had to be, you know, 20, 30 letters of recommendation that people really wrote. Okay, now you got something. Yeah. Okay. So now they call it like a little thunderclap. I asked everyone, I created a little, uh, uh, (laughs) I created a landing page, which you can go Google right now, go Google uh, uh, viral marketing recruiting workbook. 200-page viral marketing recruiting workbook. And there's some landing page where it's like, hey, would you like a copy of the workbook? All two, you know, 24 lessons for free? That's the the lead bait. So now I got all the people that took it to go post in Facebook groups saying, hey, I just took this course. It's really great. Here's what I have to say about it. Go get a copy of the workbook. And boom, (laughs) I got a copy of the workbook. And I got a bunch of leads of people who are interested in in the class, right? So now that I got that, you know, now I'm following up. And now I sold it. That's it.
0: That's dude, I love I love it. And we'll we'll put links to to that in the show notes. So um, if you
1: like to get if you'd like to get called and harassed by my sales team, go, go fill it out. <laughs> go fill it
0: out. Go do it because it's a great But here's
1: what, but here's what's great. Like, can I I'm sorry I just get excited. You are my excitement. Oh, I hear it. Is here's the workbook. This is literally what you're buying in the class. I don't know how much more transparent you could possibly be. It's as
0: transparent as you get. Yeah. So here, here's what I love, dude. Um, I also love that you have such a uh, unique place in the industry in that, you know, so many different people that run just different business models. You've helped so many different people with their, whether it be core service or core service plus recruiting, you know, a lot. And so, um, and you're really great at, at, finding out like, you, you know, who's good, like who's good at what they do, whatever it is that they do. You're, you're also really good at knowing that which is why I've enjoyed running different masterminds with you. Like having, having those, like you and I and Fred have put together, I think some really amazing conversations over the last year with some super smart people and um, watching you from the front of the room sort of lead a conversation and help people, um, sometimes self-discover, but help each other and bring value to the real estate community is something that you do at a high level and something that I appreciate about you. Thank you. And, uh, and so I hope that you and I can continue to do a whole lot more of those together. And I think that everybody listening should be trying to plug into whether it's one of our masterminds, viral core marketing, or anything else that you're doing. Um, I think that you're somebody in the industry that, that everybody needs to know.
1: Thanks, man. Well, it's pretty cool how you go out and put on a mastermind and then ask me to run it. <laughs> right. like the, I'm like, I'm the hired speaker and the facilitator for it. So I love it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, because then it's good because then I get to participate. Here's the deal, dude. Cause like, I want to participate too. I can, I can run a mastermind. I've done it hundreds of times. Like I, I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy participating equally, if not more. And so I love the fact that you're willing to do that. And you offer such a great perspective without having a certain set of uh, blinders on. That a lot of people do who would typically run a mastermind right whether that's because they're selling their coaching company or their brokerage or, or whatever you're just like oh hey like a, no i've just got a lot of different perspective now um, what we don't have time for and so i'm going to ask your wife to come back on the podcast is to talk about the investing business you, you referenced <laughs> that earlier that is also something else i appreciate about you is the fact that you guys have built you and katie have really built something special in a relatively short period of time And uh, I'm going to let Katie talk about it because um, her perspective on it, number one, the day to day of it, and then um, her perspective of watching you do your thing and then how she does her thing in the business. I love to see that come together. You guys are really good at what you do. um, And you've helped, you've helped me personally, but like offline, you and I were talking about our friend via up in Seattle. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like via text me one day after Katie was on the podcast, the first time she's like, Oh my God, I have to talk to them again. She's like, I know Frank, but I don't know, Katie, I got to talk to her. I was like, she's amazing. You should talk to her and Frank about this. And like, I look at the impact that you've made, like me personally, but on, on my friends, like via and so many other agents I know on the investing side, because I also think that as this market, um, and this industry continues to progress, if, for those of us who are not investing, um, I think it's going to get tougher and tougher to really be a real full-time real estate professional in the future. And so I love that you guys share that so much. So hopefully we'll have Katie come back sometime soon and and dive into that into some detail.
1: Yep. Should be happy to.
0: Awesome. All right, dude, what did anything I didn't ask you about today that I should have, that we should have covered. I know it was weird. I made you talk about you for a little while. uh, And you like, you're such a technical guy, but. yeah. So
1: I recorded the radio. so somebody wakes up at six in the morning, turns the radio on, puts a recording device in front of it, and it records for like 16 hours until they go to bed or And then it's sent overseas and somebody listens to it and pulls all, all the real estate radio ads. It's called a media monitor. And if you hear the same ad showing up, that's a message that's getting response. There's also a service called Who's Mailing What, where you can get the junk mail from around the country to see what real estate pieces people are mailing, to see what messages people are putting out in response. You can also go get a list of all the top realtors in the country and go to their Facebook page and use the Facebook ad manager to figure out what ads they're running on social media. That will tell you literally the puzzle of what gets the phone to ring but everyone else guesses, which is expensive and very frustrating. So I know those messages and I like to tell the audience what they are real quick. Please do. The the first one is you have to have a buy before you sell home trading option. Number one objection is where am I going to move before I sell? And if you can help them move before they sell with some type of called power buyer solution or a bridge loan, and run that ad. We're like, you know, see if you qualify to buy your home before you sell your current one so you don't have to time two moves and you already know where you're going to move and have that secured before you sell. Call now, phone rings. Second, hey, does the thought of putting your home on the market with open houses and people coughing and sneezing on your pillows and stealing your medication, you know, (laughs) <laughs> I'd even go so far as having sex on your bed because you see that in the radio you see that on the news. If that kind of freaks you out and are comfortable with that, you know you can skip the entire traditional home selling process by calling now for a guaranteed offer. If you'd like an offer on your home, I can get you three off-market offers for great price right? without even putting your home on the market. Skip bypass the hassle of sale. Call right now and get a guaranteed offer on your home. In fact, I'll get you three in 72 hours guaranteed. Call now. And skip the stress of selling your home. I know that's what people want to hear. I know that gets the phone to ring. Here's the third thing that gets the phone to ring. All right. Hey, you know, have you lived in your home for quite a period of time, but it's a lot outdated or maybe damaged? And you want to know what it's going to take to fix it up to make the most money when you sell? Well, we have a concierge program. I know exactly what buyers are looking for. If you just zoom me in or send me some photos, I will literally tell you the repairs you make. And I have the relationships with the contractors to do it right on time for the least amount of money. So if you put 10 grand in your home, I get sell it for 40 grand more. You put 20 grand in your home, I could sell it for 80 grand more. I know the kitchen and the bathrooms are where it at, and I will lend you all the money that you need to make the repairs so we sell it for more money. It's win-win. Call now to learn about our concierge program. I know that gets the phone to ring. <laughs> right? So I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Get a bonus. I love it. One more. Love a bonus. Hey, are you being assaulted by I realtors? Are you being assaulted by investors and texts and letters that they want to buy your home where they have a buyer and everybody wants your listing? And are you overwhelmed of everything that you see? I mean, when was the last time you sold a home? A lot's changed. Well, come to my seller workshop. I am going to explain all of your options A to Z of everything you wanted to sell your home. Come register now for, for a ticket. Dude, my- you, put, you put those messages out to the market, you get listings. And the reason no one has the listings is they don't do that.
0: Mike dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's, a, that's a sign off moment, my friend. <laughs> Dude, that was solid. Um, all right, guys, viral market. We'll put all the links in the show notes for you. Um, you could also find Frank on Facebook and Snapgram and and uh, Insta- Insta- Instatac and stuff like that. So you can find him in all those places. He's really good on social media. Uh, and uh, if not, I'll give you a cell phone number. So that's an inside story for another time. But uh, dude, Frank, you Frank. Wow. Frankie, Frank. thank you Frank. Thank you, Frank, for joining us. And uh, thanks a lot, guys. Listeners of the Kevin and Fred show. I appreciate it. We will see you guys next week.
1: Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin
0: and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings, two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.